Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around. But those dreams have remained and they've turned around. Who'd have thought they'd lead ya? Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Saturday Night Shit Show here on the West Berlin Sports Radio Network. I am George Brew, and I do know jack shit. You are here. We are. We are here. You are there. And we're going to be here until whenever we decide to fall the fuck asleep or we get too drunk to want to do this bullshit anymore. Uh, the cast will join soon. Sorry, we didn't start at 11 like we normally do, or on a Friday. But there's reasons for that. So, sports are back. Gay sports. Baseball needs to stop with the fan noise, whatever they're calling it, because it's gigantically annoying. It's hard to listen to games. If you anybody watched that Angels-A's game Friday night, it was hard to listen to. It's different if the background noise It's different if the background noise is subtle like it normally is in baseball. With what Oakland was doing was it was an annoying buzz the whole game. Like if you watched the Phillies today, where when they did it, they would do it when fans would normally be loud. Two strikes on a hitter in big spots. Not just the whole fucking game. It was terrible. I long, I kind of wish this was softball. Give me a little who wants a single, just a little single. That's what we needed. <laughs> That's what they needed. That, uh, I know nobody, players on the bench don't pay attention. That's always my favorite when you play amateur baseball. Hey, you got to be on the top step. Got to be in the game the whole time. Why? 
Why? What are you trying to – like, you're trying to teach the whole game? Never mind you may be in a hitting slump or trying to watch the pitcher. Hey, watch the pitcher. So you over here, right? Watch the pitcher. Do this. Do that. Shut the fuck up. All right, make some noise. How about, yo, how about let the hit kids in and concentrate? Yeah. See, I was always that guy. I didn't want to hear anybody when I was up at the plate. You had nothing that said, nothing that you said was going to affect me hitting. Come on, Ump. They can't sit there and yell in the kids' pitching. Why the fuck not? It's going to happen at some point in his life if he progresses. But little Timmy gets nervous when they're screaming. Little Timmy's not cut out to be a good ball player if he gets nervous when people are screaming. That's the problem. It's really the problem with sports. Everybody ruins it all the way up. Guys in the major leagues aren't going to sit there in the top step. Hey, hey, hey. No, they're going to sit there and yell at an umpire if he misses a pitch or pitcher throws at somebody. That's what happens. There's a lot of two madres. A lot of four-letter words exchanged. There's a dust-up in the Cubs Brewers today. Craig Council goes, man, everybody can hear everything. Duh. What did you think was going to happen with no fans? The NHL has announced what they're going to do. They're going to have noise from the video game. Okay. The NBA is going to have fans on 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 video boards. Give me a break. Let people see the greatness of the games. Give us the greatness of the game back. The sound of the ball hitting the bat, the ball hitting the glove. Not... For a whole game. It's, it's, the last night's A's-Angels game sounded worse than the 2010 FIFA World Cup. All that game needed with some vuvuzelas, and it would have been fine. It would have been nothing different than a World Cup. Nothing different. That's all it was. Everybody complained about that, remember? The whole game? Well... That was last night in Major League Baseball. Last night, Major League Baseball was that in Oakland. Mm. Mm. 
Imagine if I did this show and that we did that the whole time we were doing the show. You wouldn't listen. Absolutely would not listen if all you heard was mm, the only way you'd want to listen to that is if you were motorboating somebody. But nobody wanted to listen to that last night, baseball. Good job, ESPN. Fake crowd noise. We've heard about this. The, the Indianapolis Colts have done it for years. Piping in crowd noise, making it louder in football. You don't think that's wrong in baseball? During the bat, with two strikes, they're play, they're pumping in people, cheering and clapping. The two strike clap, but they put it on the scoreboard too in places. Stupid. We'll be back with more of the Saturday Night Shit Show, and hopefully with somebody else to talk to. Because I don't like listening to my voice as much as you don't listen to listening to my voice. Here on the Listening Sports Radio Network. about Headblade, check us out at headblade.com. Bubba goes, woo, woo, woo. I, I love it. I don't know. I, I didn't know Chinese horse sweat. Woo, woo, woo. I saved up for my first boob job by working at Chili's. But they weren't big enough for me. They were crooked and I felt silly. <laughs> I wish I could get my boobies. I got a good plan. I'd finance them for 186 months. But first I gotta put down two thousand If I could get my boobies paid up Oh how happy I'd be <laughs> If I could get my boobies paid up Paid up I could take lessons in comedy <laughs> Silicone or saline Which one do I pick? Silicone's more expensive But saline tends to drip, 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 drip I wish I could get my boobies paid off Oh, how happy I'd be 
to know what a Chinese horse is. <laughs> the old ones were 400 cc's. The new ones are whopping 550. Damn. Whoa. You can get round or teardrop shape. I got round and they're double plenty. Oh, damn. And if the new one should ever fall out, I won't cry, no, I won't pout. I'd stick them in my drawer, in my jewelry case, in case my ass ever fell out. One day, I could get my boobies paid off. Oh, how happy I'd be if I could get my boobies paid off. Paid off. I could take lessons in comedy. Floating across my mind My boob note is due I'm getting behind $186 That's all I need Gotta get to Dancers Royale And get on my knees Oh, oh if wow. I could get my boobies paid off Oh, how happy I'd be Oh, if I could get my boobies paid off I could take lessons in
And if the boys want to fight, you better let them. That you rocked in the corner, blasting out my favorite song. Tonight you get warmer, it won't be long. Won't be long till summer comes. Now that the boys are here again. So not gonna lie, I hate Black Clock Radio like so fucking much tonight. How's everybody? Uh, I'm okay. What's going on? I've had so many problems with connecting with the stupid fucking website tonight. Hmm. What a shot of those. Yeah, it's just one of those days. Probably just one of yeah. There's a lot of stuff that happened today, so I don't know. I guess it's just one of those days. First things first. Which would be better to listen to: a baseball game or any sport now with fake crowd noise, or the Vuvuzelas from the fucking 2010 World Cup? Don't go off the baseball. Without the fake baseball, like it is fucking. Like, did you did either one of you watch that A's game last night? Yeah, it was fucking terrible, absolutely terrible to listen to last night. Um, I don't know what. I mean, I had dumber these stupid cards. I'm sorry, I had some of the Cubs game on before, and I don't know the whole thing with the fake crowd noise is just weird. Like, I, I, I don't know how I want to watch baseball the rest of the year. Like, am I at the point where I just want to sit there and be like, fuck it, I'm going to peel it on mute because I can't take this shit anymore? Like, when the Yankees game, when the Yankees finally play on yes and you got to listen to Michael K, my motherfucking TV will be on fucking mute because I'm not listening to that <laughs> asshole. Like, no bullshit. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I prefer listen to most Yankee games anyway. I just, I really enjoy the heck out of Sterling and Wallman, and I just think they're just great. They're great listen, and I mean, I could, I could always put like the TV portion of the game on my, on my thing, on my Android device, whatever. So, I mean, but I just, I love the, I love the chemistry they have, and that's what I like to do. So, I um. Is Dan joining us tonight? Because I have a new ad read. There's like a new sponsor that may be joining the show. And, and and I have to wait for Dan to be here to do it. Uh, is, my guess is... Does that anybody he's, know? He's probably in La La Land right now. He probably took one of his power naps and will probably awaken after midnight. And then call on. That's what I think. Yeah. All right. So we'll wait until Dan... Um, calls in because I legitimately want Dan here for this. No offense to both of you guys, but I, I, Dan has to be here for this. That's fine. Um, Don't take any offense to that. 
Uh, the Jamal Adams thing? I'm not even surprised by this. I'm actually surprised uh, that's the goddamn one. Well, you knew. I mean, See, this is my problem. The Jets got a lot. The Jets got so a, a lot. It, it, it shows how, but it shows to me how dumb Pete Carroll is. You could have gotten him for oh. fucking nothing. Oh, well. Isn't Pete Carroll the same guy that overpaid for, uh, what's his name? From the yes. really great pass rusher? Yes. Well, I like him. I, mean, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if Seattle could make another Super Bowl, though they do got Russell Wilson. Like, but, you're, but they're willing to give up two first-round picks for a safety. I mean, who the Jets just had to get rid of. Well, they, did, they did the best. They, they did good. For the value. Here's my thing, though. The Jets fucking... This was like fucking draft day all over again. The goddamn Seattle Seahawks GM got fleeced. Well, man. Any way you say it, here's a guy who did not want to play, who's under contract, right? This is his second straight year in the NFL, a guy who is under contract, that the diva forced his way out of town. Yeah. 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 The Jalen Ramsey did this, pulled this shit last year. And Hold now down. Jamal Adams does it this year. And Jamal Adams doesn't even get to go where he wants to be because he wants to be a cowboy. Well. That's too bad. You heard that old buddy Cousy down there in in Dallas is so hey, you coming to the Cowboys? He doesn't want to. Well, you just <laughs> got fleeced for a guy who's not staying. Well, look, that's what Are they want to do. You like watch the Earl Thomas thing play out. Guys don't want to play in Seattle anymore. They don't respect fucking Sierra's bitch. They're not a good football team. Pete Carroll is not a good football coach. They won a Super Bowl because Peyton Manning shut that shit down. Well, come on, let's face it. Peyton Manning shut the shitting thing down after the fucking safety in the fucking Super Bowl Giants stadium. Richard Sherman got the fuck out of there as fast as he possibly could. I was at that I Super Bowl. Oh, look at you. I hated that game. I hated that game. That was a terrible game. My favorite part of that, uh, my Super Bowl experience was the halftime show. That was the only good part of that game. I'll give you and one. Hey, um, I started. Morning... What's up? No, you go. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Just oh, I don't even know what I was. Oh, um, the Seahawks. Quickly on the Seahawks. Um, yeah, I think that this trade a lot reminded me a lot of the Ramsey deal of how they gave up too much. I think that Seattle, this um, they're under some pressure to to go out and win, or else they're going to be in hell like the Rams are right now. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, because the Rams last year traded for a state, an unhappy safety in a bad situation. Now they're 
in hell because they gave up too many draft picks and get and and quite frankly, um, Russell Wilson is much better than Jared Goff. But both of those teams stink right now. This are not. I mean, the Rams stink right now. The Seahawks might stink in a year from now. I mean, I don't think they're. A, I mean, I think they got better today with the trade. But long term, I don't like Seattle because they because they gave up two draft picks for a safety that they're gonna have to pay. Like how the Rams paid Ramsey. Oh wait, Ramsey's a corner, not a safety, but similar. Uh, same uh, area of play secondary, but yeah, Seahawks I think are in trouble long term. Oh, uh, Manny Machado just hit a two run shot for the Padres. By the way, their uniforms are hideous. Uh, the pot- how, are you watching you, this too? Yeah, like it's the only fucking thing. Yeah. How do you fuck up yeah. one of the cool like you have like so many old school coolest jerseys and you did this to them? Like they're fucking terrible. They are. They are terrible. What were you going to say regarding that Super Bowl? Because I mentioned that I think I thought the best part oh, of that I whole just, Super Bowl was the halftime. I had just started at the quarry in December of 2013. And yeah. when I started the quarry, they start everybody in like a different, in like a lower role. And yes. my role was like customer service. And my boss at the time said you will be nowhere near the Patriots hotel if they win and go to the Super Bowl I said fine I completely understand that because you ain't going to get shit out of me for fucking whatever many hours that week I'm there the Broncos win the Monday morning after they came in for the fucking Super Bowl guess where I was outside their motherfucking hotel I was like, nice. that's fucked up. That is fucked up. That is fucked up. That is fucked up. I just had to say that, like, when I saw that schedule come out, right, because, like, we do our schedules, like, Friday, you know, like, the Friday before we right. find out our schedule for the league. I legitimately called, my like, my boss, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I was like, you're really going yeah. to do that to me? She goes, yep. Like, you suck. I was like, all right, cool. She goes, I wanted to throw you a bone. I said, what bone? I got to sit there and stare at the Broncos and not the Patriots. This sucks. But, yeah. yeah. I digress. It was cool, yeah, though. Was I helped John Elway get on. But, there's, like, saying, like, that's the only Super Bowl I went to is in, like, everybody goes to a Super Bowl every three weeks. Like, you went to a Super Bowl. That's awesome. Derek? Yeah, and I don't regret Agree this year? <laughs> I'm that'd just be like if you called me up and that'd be like if somebody called me up and be like, my friends live in Augusta and uh, they have passes for the Masters. And it'd be like, so how can we make this a reality? Yeah, like bucket list. Like where, that Super Bowl is a shit show, but where would you want to go? Where would I want to go, like, in terms of just... Like, like a sporting event. Like, if, like one, like, you could... Money's no option. Uh, you know what? Not like, not like okay. oh, I wanted to go see Tigers 20 under or whatever. No, like... I think that, like, 
if I had to choose, I think that it would either be like the Final Four or for like college basketball because I, cause I think that would be really cool. Or mm-hmm. maybe like Wimbledon, like the final of a Wimbledon. I think that would be cool. So that would be like my twices. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been to a Stanley Cup final game, <laughs> which I never yeah. thought would happen. So that was great. Hey, I see that you posted like uh, the Sports Illustrated with Bobby Hurley on the cover. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually, somebody's actually oh, texted me after I put it up, and they're like, is that autographed? <laughs> I was like, no. Do you want it to be autographed? Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, bro, I got a question cool. for you. Que pasa? Um, how did you get to meet uh, Regis? That was a nice photo that uh, you posted. So uh, let me be uh Okay, so a uh, friend of ours, or a friend of mine, is Sean Clancy, who owns Foley's mm-hmm. um, Sports Bar right. in New York. And one right. year, we were going to try to broadcast live the Irish American Baseball Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Right. So mind you. We're not as tech savvy as we are today. Um, I don't think it really came out well. I think we had to ultimately delete it. Um, but Regis, um, they had honored, I think it was somebody from Notre Dame baseball. And, they right. had, and Regis had inducted him. So as Regis was on his way out, a friend of mine um, who is a photographer, um, Dave Schofield, uh, for like the Phillies and the Trent Thunder and the Blue Claws and all that, and uh, Monmouth and a couple yep. other places. Um, as Regis was walking out, and like Dave was standing there and he had just taken a picture with Sean and signed a baseball for the wall. Um, and I said, Mr. Philbin, my grandmother raised me, helped raise me on you, and is there any chance that we could grab a picture? And ultimately, it looks like I goofed them in the picture. <laughs> so, yeah, that yeah, picture that's... is nine, ten years old. It's probably ten years old now. Wow. Yeah, I yep. love that. And then, did. Um, um, who did it? Who, who, like, find me the person who didn't like reading Regis is the best. Donald Trump posted something on the on Instagram honoring him tonight. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, Donald friend. Trump and him were buddies, which makes sense. I remember Regis being on The Apprentice on the season one finale of The Apprentice. So it makes mm-hmm. sense that they were friends. And and then Trump writes something like, Oh, you were one of the people that told me that I should run for president. <laughs> Right, let me tell you. Remember when they did "Crowd Goes Wild" and they had yeah. Regis on there on Fox Sports One? That show only lasted as long as it did because Regis was on there. You're talking about Jason Gaines. What I think you're talking about what's that? The one with Katie Nolan and and the other one? Oh no 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 no! Oh no! I was thinking. You know what I was thinking about? 
I was thinking about who wants to be a millionaire and how great a host he was, and just I just thought yeah. he helped make the show, and it was just so much fun to watch him. Yeah, talk that to first, the like that first was it ninety nine when that came out. Think about wow. it. That's not longer yeah, than Survivor. Oh my god, such a great show. And like they had other people hosted after him, and it just wasn't the same. Yeah, it looked bluster, and I I love that show. I loved watching it. It was so enjoyable. And you know what I like about Regis? He's one of those people that could just make you smile, just make you laugh. And mm-hmm. you know what he is? He was, and he always will be authentic. And he's a legend. Yes, and legends are forever. So yeah, I mean, he lived a great life. And he will be fondly remembered and missed by many. <laughs> yes, and Dawson you know, first brought to his wife Joy and uh, oh, children. Yeah. Big time. You know, he loved his like, wife. Here's the thing with Reed. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing with Regis, though. Like, if you really think about it, ABC forced him out of life, right? And then Strahan dicked him over. And he was still willing to go back. Like, how much? That's just who he. How much do you think hmm. that had to do with her? Because she's a complete, just diva. I mean, I mean, how much does it have to do with her? That what the straight hand thing? Well, yeah. Or Regis? Yeah. I mean, I mean, she's Kelly. She's friggin' diva. Oh, God, she's so fake. Um, oh, I don't like her. I used to. I used to, but... but I think... I, just, I, don't I think I when it comes to, like, that show... I I went on, like, a Monday morning once to see the show. Oh, like, did you? Oh, I know yeah. exactly where it is. Right from that studio. Like, one of my first jobs, and it's my first job, I worked in the city, and I used to work on a I used to like help with uh, workers on apartments or whatever for construction company. It was right right on Columbus Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I know that area very well. Great. All right. So like I was there on a Monday time. when. Oh yeah, I was on, I was there on a Monday. Um. When Stray was doing it, and you could almost tell, and this was like in October, so it was like. It was like late October. I think the Giants had like a Monday night game, and he had to do like the Giants Ring of Honor that night. And it was like the night the Giants honored uh, Mariano in 2013. Um, you could tell then he didn't want to do that show. He didn't want to get up that early. Like that show, t- that show goes live at nine. I think he walked into yep. that building at like 8.30 that day. His flight landed at Cedarboro. He was right. He was like whisked there. Like, I just think he didn't want to do that anymore. Let me tell you. I'm, he could do anything. That's a long flight. I don't care what anybody says. You t- Like, even if you leave out there at Oh, fuck. Eight o'clock here, nine o'clock here. 
you know, you figure like he finishes doing the OT, it's almost eight. So it's five, you know, go off of here because ultimately you go off of here. Eight, he's probably not in the air till nine. It's a five-hour flight. That's, you know, two o'clock in the morning. You get home every fucking week. Who the fuck wants to do that? Yeah, I mean, in terms of the travel, you know, I mean, he did everything. Fuck, I was, you know, yeah. I definitely feel what you're saying for his age. With that travel, it's fine. No, I'm talking about Stray, not Regis. Oh, Strahan? Yeah. Fucking hates the travel. Regis lived lived across the street. Yeah, well, I don't. uh, Yeah, I know. Strahan, it's because Strahan works for Fox doing that NFL thing. Uh, I don't know. You know? But. Like I, I know somebody who works with McAfee and they, and or or knows McAfee, and they said that the fucking him doing like get up on Monday mornings in New York, and having to fly in from Indianapolis every week was starting to get to him, and that's why he was like really fucking happy. Like the DAZN thing fell apart. By the way, DAZN's in a lot of financial trouble. Um, because they're. Well, here's they're already talking to Alvarez to take less money for his next fight. I'm going to say one thing about Strahan. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, it's his choice. He certainly gets paid enough money, and he is a little bit oh, of no, a no. Himself. <laughs> so, I mean, Oh, that's why he's not on Good Morning America anymore. That's why he's on that noon show. He, he could have taken it, right? That's what. Yeah, they didn't have that. Like he didn't have that show there. So is it true that he sideswiped Kelly because of that? That she didn't expect him to leave. That's true. I yeah, Kelly and him had like it. a falling out or something. That was the story. Yeah, there was. I don't think they talk anymore. <laughs> Kelly and Michael I, don't I talk they're... anymore. Oh. Did Kelly even stay in touch with Regis? I'm wondering about that. She did, I think. Okay. Yes. I would hope so. Yes, because when Stray fucked her, her first call was to Regis. To Regis. And Regis said, I'll come back and do it. And they said no to it. And and ABC Disney said no. That's sad. That's why Regis was very... Did you notice Regis was on every other network but ABC? Because he must have felt like he was stabbed in the back. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Yeah. It's, yeah, just I mean, like it's, Frances- it's just like with what the fans done to Francesca. Don't take the fact that Francesca retired. He didn't retire. They weren't renewing his contract. Do you think they were forced about when that whole thing went down? Or Oh, yeah. yeah. Intercom didn't want him. He was making too much money. Well, he, of course he's making too much money. You mean, especially... No, I'm talking about like no. the first retirement though. Retirement. Let's like, go back to the I wanna, Ben Jackadu yeah. waited until Mike retired to fit Eli retirement. That's okay. because he could have talked to Mike. I know that. I know that. Well no, they were afraid of Mike losing his shit. It, yeah, on yeah. the Giants. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's because well, no, but 
do you think that when he came back or whatever, that he totally screwed? Because that's how I felt. I felt like he screwed Carlin, Scott, no. and Maggie. No. You don't. Why do no. you feel that way? I want, I'd like to hear what your side is and stance. Because that show sucked. Uh, I don't agree, but okay. I'm to no, no, no. That, that show was that show was terrible because show they had no was chemistry. Getting, was getting, their show was getting a lot better towards the end. Was okay, Derek. You said That's the right words. Was getting it was intercom right fucked Carlin. It yeah. Well, yeah, the guy I, who I got that fucked in the hole. Yeah, intercom intercom's a terrible company. What they did. They really are. No, but for CBS Radio, fuck Carlin. Now, this is why, like, I don't like Andrew Marchand because I don't think I think he's a dishonest person that just that just had it in for Francesca. I'm not saying Francesca is perfect. He has a huge ego, obviously. But think about it this way: Andrew Marchand. Is yeah is friends with Michael K. It's, so that that whole thing is true that Francesca said. He said that like yeah, Michael that? K got him the job at ESPN Radio. Right. How oh do you my think God. Andrew Marshall got the Yankee beat? Yeah, I mean he he was originally covering the Yankees and he did it didn't pan out for him after they got rid of Wally Matthews. Right. Well, Wally Matthews was a really good writer. I, I liked him. I like reading him. I mm-hmm. Andrew really? Marchand was terrible as a Yankees writer. I hated Andrew <laughs> Marchand with the Yankees. And I didn't like Wallace Matthews either. I thought Wallace Matthews was a little too what critical was the show? on A Rod and the It was on the team. Everybody. Well, he, he's a he's a libtard. Because he, well, he yeah, had a, to be a Yankee <laughs> beat writer, you had to blow Derek Jeter. Oh God. Uh, I'm not well, And I know that, that, that to was be, like yeah, no, and I'll tell you why I know that to be true. Because I said something once about Derek Jeter's range up the middle to Mark Feinstein, and I got fucking blocked as soon as I fucking said it. <laughs> Mark Feinstein, interesting. He, was, he said something. He was doing an interview in, I don't know if it was BPTV or the pregame with with um, horse face over there, the one before Meredith. Oh, Kim oh, Jones. Kim Jones. Oh yeah, horse Meredith. And he he was doing an interview with horse face, and he said Derek Jeter has the best range up the middle, and I said from between staring at Kim's new Kim's and. Sucking Derek Jeter's cock. I'm really starting to figure out what the fuck you are. And block. Wow. Actually, no, that was my second tweet. I said to him, I said, wow, could you please stop staring at Kim's new Kim and stop lying to people about how great Jeter's range is. He's fucking terrible at the middle. Look, if you say anything. And I got blocked by him and Kim in like the next three minutes. If you say anything negative or whatever to these reporters, they go at, they they just block you automatically. Like, or, or 
Or, Dude, me or, and Mark like, Kerr. And I know. Or, me and or Karen athletes, used to go after or, each other all the time. I, or a star athlete. A star athlete. It's like all they'd rather, they'd rather single bulls out. But, but, but if you say anything, but if you're interacting with them positive, they don't even acknowledge you. <laughs> Whatever. It's just, mm-hmm. and it's, there's just, it's so throttling, man. I mean, it's just. Well, let's not forget. I'm not surprised. The 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 athletes have somebody handling their Twitter, so that reads all their shit, shows them the good, and blocks the bad. That that makes sense. (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't really. I don't follow too many athletes anyway, because I just. And the ones I do, I follow because I like them. Like, I yeah, follow Tino. I, I follow... I, yep. Same. That's the same for me. Like, I follow... D. Like, I follow Bryce Harper. Like, one, Bryce's fucking hitting videos are tremendous. Um, two, dear Jesus Christ, was a picture of Kay and crew watching the game yesterday. Cured and shit. And three... Bryce is just a good dude. I love Bryce Harper. I'm I done. I he signed with I, us, though. Or whatever. You were never going to sign Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper did not want to come to the Yankees. That's interesting. There you go. Bryce I never wanted the Yankees. That they... Nope. <sighs> I heard I love it out Bryce of the Harper, even mouth. though he did not want to come here. Listen, so even though he didn't come here, media. I still love him. I still love him. I don't, yeah. I don't care if he didn't want to come. That's fine. You know, I, you know what? We that, don't that, need that, him. That's the whole thing with we like. We don't need him. That's the whole. Yeah, you know, you need him. Um, because he 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 can actually play center field better than Hicks can. Hicks is terrible. Um, I don't know. I. I'll tell you right now, who would you rather have the next 10 years, him or Judge? I'd rather have Bryce, but that's because he stays healthy and Judge doesn't. Yeah, I'm in agreement. Judge, his career is going to be determined by whatever he does this year through 2020, like maybe 2023 or 24 until age 32. Yeah. So hopefully it's And healthy. get this. Guys, listen to this. I personally don't think the Yankees should pay Aaron Judge, and I don't think they will pay Aaron Judge. I think they're going to pay Glaber uh, Torres. I think they could pay Glaber. I think they could pay two of the three. I don't think they're paying all three. I don't think they're paying Judge. I just don't, and I don't think they should. And I love Aaron Judge, and I have his jersey and everything. Hmm. I don't think you're you paying Aaron Judge. Who do you replace Aaron Judge with? What is the plan? I know they got a lot of Jason Dominguez. Them. Jason Dominguez is the shit. But what about the other guy that that they talked about forever? The the center fielder, the cool name. Oh my god, Florial is terrible. Him. You don't like him? God, no, no he's terrible. The guy's a bust. Oh, they they should have sent him so you're to. Saying that they overhyped him. Yeah. The Yankees. They overhyped a lot. The Yankees did people. Every organization overhypes everybody. Just, just, just 
It's just a fact. It's not just Yankees. Every organization oh. overhypes yeah. players. Can we not get into this? this this is known as the hype machine. We used to talk about this. We used to talk about this on Hard Hits with JPG and everybody. We used to joke around about the hype machine. <laughs> My brother Derek, started. Do you remember Matt Laporta? I do. Oh was yeah, in... man. He was the big prospect for the Indians. And it got traded to, to the. I saw group. him playing. It, I saw him playing trend. He was fucking garbage. Like you could tell the guy was gonna be garbage. Wow. And, and the fucking Jesus like Montero. So <laughs> I yeah, told you the Jesus Montero stuff. story, right? Oh God! All right. I want to hear this. Is this a different one? I'll, I'll be is this the same one I told you? The 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 one with 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 the guy who drives the jeep every Sunday morning to Yankee Stadium that got stolen a couple years ago. Uh, I think I told you this, Derek. You want to rehash it? I want to hear this song. Just, yeah, yeah. Give, a, give, right. give, us, give that a few right. tells, and I'll probably so, remember it once you say it. So I was working for, for my old boss, and every Sunday morning I would see a guy who drives a Jeep, a Jeep Wrangler every Sunday morning at Yankee Stadium and had it stolen once and got pulled over and scales buildings at Christmas time and would talk to him. About shit, what the fuck was it? Fourth of July weekend, I went up to Boston because I wanted to see the. Um, I think Toby Keith was playing with the Pops for the fireworks. So we were going up to see that, and then we went July 3rd to Pawtucket because Scranton was playing. And he hit a fucking, and Montero is up, and he hit a ball to the fucking third baseman. He stepped on it and kicked it, and still threw him out by half the fucking baseline. And I said, oh, he's fucking Robbie Cano 2.0. So the next Yankee homestand, I saw the guy who drives the Jeep and scales buildings and does all that shit. And I said to him, I said, did you hear what your boy Montero did last week in, in Pawtucket? And he says, no. He says, well, what happened? I was like, I was at the game. I watched that motherfucker get thrown out by 45 feet on the ball the third base and he stepped on. He goes, you got to be fucking kidding me. I didn't hear about that. The next Sunday, the next Sunday home game, he comes over. He goes, I watched the fucking video. It was more, it was like more than like two thirds of the baseline. I'm like, I was giving them the benefit of the doubt. It was a hot night. <laughs> oh, my God. Next thing you know, the next thing you know, he was on the trade block. Look, there's certain, yeah. things, there's certain things that just can't be accepted or tolerated. No. And despite the fact that he showed a little bit of promise when he came up, with his power, I could see why they did what they did. So, and if Pineda didn't run into all the problems with his injuries, he might still be a Yankee. Who knows? You, you don't know. I'm not saying he. I'm not saying, you know, and the fine car. And... Oh, oh, oh no, Pineda. Pineda. that was. Pine Tornado. My ex and I used to call him Pine Tornado. 
<laughs> I can't understand how you put that much pine tar on yourself. <sighs> the fact that it was visible, like on the back of his neck, was just, I just could not believe that. I remember watching yeah, it. Do you remember that? Going... At Fenway, right? And I just got an HD, HD, and I'm like, man, Fenway looks really good. Man, that guy's got a shitload of pine tar on his neck. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the camera really, they really zoomed in on it and just did a really good job. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he he really is a disappointment when you think about his ability. And you look at, like, like his first year before he got hurt, he was pitching, he pitched really well for the Yankees. Then you know, he had the injury, and then then he's pitching in the then he pitches to four ERAs, and he he could be he could be better than that. I mean, he can he's capable of more is Pineda, so or Pineda. Um, I mean, <laughs> what the fuck's going on in Maui right now? Maui. What's happening? Matt, why does Maui? Why does Matt? Um, I wanted to see if anybody knew before I waited for this fucking website to open. Um, is Shane Victorino's brother the mayor of Maui? <laughs> mayor Michael Victorino <laughs> announced the county of Maui will open shelters on Maui Island at 7 p.m. this evening. Um... I ask anyone, everyone to first consider sheltering in place at home or with friends or relatives while maintaining physical distancing and good hygiene. Emergency shelters are available for residents who have no shelter in place options. What the fuck's going on over there? Uh, I, think I don't know. going to have a hurricane or something? Oh, hurricane watching effect for all of Maui, Maui County. Maybe I should have looked at the top first. Yeah. Why are you going to get hit with a hurricane? No. Oh. Retweeted by Dr. Rich Nab. Rick Nab. <laughs> no shit. Mm. Uh, um, so all this stuff like happened today, including the Knicks. I played golf for the first time in a year. <laughs> Are you good? Are you any good? Uh, I could be if I played more. By the way, you went somewhere near my house. Yes. Yeah. You were somewhere very close to my neck of the woods. I noticed that. Princeton. 25 minutes away from me. Uh, No, it was... uh, Where the fuck was it? I don't know where the fuck was. That's kind of close to our place. I tell you, if I got to play more... Thank God my shoulder held up. Um, yeah, I was in great, but I'm telling you, I get to play more, I'm going to be taking motherfuckers' money left and right. Um, yeah, what else happened? I, uh, the best catcher in baseball had an absolute piss missile to center field today. J.T. Romuto. J.T. Riamito. J.T. Riamito is the best catcher in baseball. He's the best catcher in the game, yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, right. he's best all around. 
No, oh, yeah, crazy Dick way, Nick Fire said Jets trade out and we just died. Hashtag pay JT. <laughs> Pays a man. Dude, that ball went, it like, is- after it hit the bat, after he left the bat, I was like, pay the man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just wondering, like, I know they're playing a short season and stuff, but, like, they got to lock him up. Pay him. Can't let him get to free yeah. agency. Because <laughs> you know the Mets would probably no. go after him. Go for it and I, I, I don't know what's I, I was listening. I, I was watching the uh, game today, and um, Tom Tom McCarthy was talking about it, and uh, he like had, they were, you know, I love Tom, and they yeah, were he was uh, really good with the Mets when he worked yeah, in college. He's, and he's a local guy too. Yeah, I know. Sometimes he comes on to um, the Mets and talks baseball occasionally. Does get my uh, next door neighbor was his godmother because he was she's his aunt. Um, I get see like I hate this like I because you know just because of like this and everything like you know people and like people you grew up with and, and all I remember was when she passed and we were at her funeral and uh, he gets up to do a reading and my mother goes. Man, that guy can really read. I go, he shouldn't fucking do it. He's the Phillies play-by-play guy. In the back of the church, my mom starts it. Wow. Tommy's a good dude. Uh, <laughs> so you know Tom McCarthy? But they were, I don't know Tom. I know his wife. I've only met Tom once. You know his wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You have a lot of uh, connections to some, a lot of people in, like, the sports world. And no. even in the uh, the world too, you got to meet Regis. <laughs> hey, I was, yeah, it's funny. I could have probably met him a bunch of times when I worked over across the street. And I, I wish never I saw him. I never saw him. Yeah, you, know I did see? you know how I did see when I worked there in 1999 or whatever? I remember, I think oh. I remember seeing Piazza. Piazza went, went to work out of the Reebok Club. I remember that. I also That's remember, funny. like, the, I remember, like, a block over when I was on Broadway across the street. I saw what looked like a bearded Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's got to be him. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's an interesting area. Like, you really think about I, I met like, Mark you Albert. Don't realize. Yeah. Wait, you I met Mark Albert? Because Marv lived, Marv lived on that same strip on at that 150 Columbus that 150 Columbus Avenue building on the corner where the, where the really great bookstore, yeah, the really great bookstore used to be and tower records used to be across the street before they got rid of it. So, so, and yeah, that his building is right across the street from ABC and Marv, I think Kate was going into Starbucks and I said hi to him and uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. I don't know. Wow. So he was still doing yeah. the Knicks back then when you met him? In ninety nine? Yeah. I I think he I think he might have come back or yeah, I think he might have been back at that point. Yeah. Oh yeah, because then he got suspended because he cheated on his wife or something. 
No. Oh no. My no. Larry, hold on. If you want to get no. to that one, we have to Google why you got in trouble. I don't. I'd rather not talk about that because it's just. Madison, Google uh, it. It is one of the fucking I'll weirdest things. You know what? You Google it, Madison. And if you want to give an opinion, you're welcome to. If you don't want to say anything about it, I could certainly understand that. <laughs> but it was something along those lines. I remember he got suspended, and it was like a while, and Mike Green took over, and then Marv got the job back, and then Marv left, and then Mike Green got the job full time. Well, Is that someone you crossed paths with, Brew? Have you ever met Mike Green? Um... Yeah. yeah. Wow. He seems yeah, like, like guy. Right about that already. Right? I love he Mike was. Green. Yeah. The only celebrity Mike Green's my favorite ever announcer. Met. Actually, there's two celebrities that I've ever met that I would not piss on if they were on fire. That I've met. <laughs> One is Derek Sanderson Jeter. Fuck him! Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! I can't. I hate. I, dude, he's such a dick. But he, um, he is. He is who he is. Yeah, you know, hey, kudos to him, man. Like you fooled everybody for twenty years. You know, for twenty-five years, you know, you're fooling people. I was also named after Derek Sanders. Ironically so enough, that's the interesting <laughs> thing. <laughs> my um, Actually, there's three people, and one of them I'm shocked that he was such a prick. Um, Teddy Bruschi was an absolute cock the time I met him. <laughs> oh God! Like absolute. I heard some stuff about him. And the third one, Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen called me a cracker once. Scotty what? just seems like he called yep. you that. He called me a what? cracker. Oh, oh my god, that's not nice. Like, yo, I mean, like, if the situation was reversed, George, you could, you would be able to. Oh my god, if I called him, oh my god, he would have punched me in the face. Look, I can tell just by looking at Scotty Tiffa that he's just a total fraud. I mean, I don't even watch ESPN anymore. The exception that they have baseball games on. That's the only time I'll watch yeah. if there's a baseball game on. I'll watch, but or tennis, but but like I can yeah, he... and, and like he's just look at how he acted. Look at how he acted. Like when mm-hmm. they decided not to give him the last shot against the Knicks, and Kukoc made the shot. Kukoc was good at making like final shots, and then Pippen said if he had to do it all over again, he would have done the same thing. What a douche! He's just a douche. Great player. Yeah, but he's a douche. And he had like yeah, a bunch was, of failed um, investments too. Mm-hmm. He was going into a Knicks game when I was working at Cosby, and I saw him, and I grabbed the basketball off the fucking shelf, okay. grabbed the basketball and the marker, caught him in the box office, and I said, "Mr. Pippen, could you sign this?" And he's like, "Get out of my face, cracker!" I was like, "What?" And, like, the guy that was standing next to me goes, did Scotty Pippen just call you a cracker? And I was like, I think so. Wow. 
Seriously, I'm a TV. You, you really don't have ridiculousness on? <laughs> yeah, no. Those are the three guys I've ever interacted with that were absolute assholes. Corey Lytle invited me in his plane the day before he died. Let that one sink in. Wow. Well, it, it, it seems like it's always like the really good people that just lose their lives really young or whatever, or these tragedies. Just, I don't know why. I remember that. I remember when that whole thing happened. Oh, never mind. Ridiculousness is on. Um, because what else would the MTV put on? But 24 hours a day of ridiculousness. Um, yeah, yeah. I like watching people get in and nuts with golf shots. Yeah, yeah no, we cool. had. Um, I had a buddy who knew Corey and Kevin when they played in the minor leagues, and he stayed friendly with them, and I became friendly with them, and um, yeah, we had seen them. The night before he died was a Ranger game. And we were going to the Ranger game, and we were up by Radio City. Okay. And um, just had to, you know, just happened he'd been dri- he was driving in the black, and we just happened to run into him. He goes, he goes come down to spring training next year. We'll go up flying. Okay, cool. Wow. God, they were wow. they're almost they were forty eight this year, Corey. Yeah, oh my God. Uh yeah. Let me think, who else, who else did I get to meet? Um, I met Howie Rose once. Because uh, I worked like I worked like a Mets game over at Shea Stadium mm-hmm. back at like maybe two thousand, I think. Yeah. Maybe yeah, it was two thousand. And he was just so nice. Yeah. I think I said something to him about about his call because you know, I was a huge Ranger fan the Matel day, but he was just so nice. And I have a Gary Cohen story. Speaking of Howie Rose and the Mets. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I went yeah. to a Yankees Mets game that actually turned out to be that didn't happen because it got rained out. This was last year. Um, I think you told me. I did. I I told you this story, but I'm going to share it for Brew. Um, so I'm walking on the. Uh, I had good seats, and I had. Um, I was supposed to sit in the suite, so I was standing like in the second like deck, like beneath where the broadcasters are. And I I waved to Susan Waldman, waved to her. I didn't see John. I unfortunately did not see. Uh, um, John Sterling, so that was kind of sad. Um, I didn't see Michael Kay. I don't know where he was. I saw David Cohn. He waved hi. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go say hi to the guys from SNY. Yeah, I'm a Yankee fan, but I respect Gary Cohen and Keith and Ron. So I went over and I said, hi, Gary. Hi, Keith. Oh, wait, no, Ron wasn't there. I think that was when Ron was battling his cancer, so he wasn't there. So it was just Keith and, and Gary. Yeah. I was like, hi, Keith. Hi, Gary. And then Gary Cohen shouts to me. Wrong, a uh, wrong hat or something, a wrong jersey. Because <laughs> I'm a Yankee. 
<laughs> wearing a Yankee. I was in a Yankee jersey and a Yankee hat, and uh, I mean, I just want to be nice. I, I, like I said, I respect the SNY people. I think they do a good job. So I wanted to I say hello. Out to me, you told me that it just sounded like he was just being funny. He was just busting your chops. That's what it sounds like. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's. I love that. I love sharing that story. Well, there. And great. then. Um, and I've met, I've seen Michael K several times. I've gone to the Michael K show beach bash a few times. I went last summer and saw him and Don and Peter Rosenberg. Yeah. And then like I was Can't drunk at, at Queen Pleasant. What I would a lot of people yeah, Rosenberg. A lot of people don't he's, like him. But I don't know. He's he, sucks at, he sucks in the wrestling stuff too. It's like he's annoying. Yeah, Peter Rosenberg's been getting on my nerve because he's liberal, but that's another story for another day. But, you know um, what? I'm not, I would, I'm not saying what I usually say when Peter Rosenberg's on my television. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I was drunk at this at the at the beach bash on the K Show Beach Bash uh, show. Yeah, that's where you went. And like I I drank it since I was like doing like a Snapchat video of myself, and then Peter Rosenberg like went in there and was like, "Hi." Hey, Madison. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so it's actually a funny Peter Rosenberg story, and I took a selfie of Peter Rosenberg. I was like, why not? But, yeah, he's fun. liberal. You know yeah. what? I am I got something to say I, about all this stuff. Um, if you are doing a sports show, stick to the yeah. sports. And I heard JJ talk about that on his show, and that's why I think he's really good. He doesn't. Talk, I love JJ. He doesn't talk. He's Were the best. You JJ best on years ago. Yeah. So you Were, JJ, really? was JJ on like News Twelve or One Hundred One Point Five? I forget which one of the two he was on. But when well, he was doing Saturday one of those two, we had him on. He's from here. Yeah, but I think he was um, doing like News Twelve. Treaty School, which I know, which is the old CSI. <laughs> that's what it is. But like, um, it, that's what, it, that's interesting in itself. But <laughs> I can look it up and see if there's anything on him. I was listening. I was in the car this morning. I was driving to go play golf, and I had um, Mad Dog on, and uh, Lance was it Lance Meadow, right? Who does the Giant games? Well, yeah, he's pretty solid. Hurt him. Some guy called him up and was like, "Your voice is like the worst thing in sports or something." And it fucking Lance, Lance just hung up on him today. And I was like, "He's like, yeah, your crappy opinion. Well, here's mine." And he hung up on him. I was like, "Yeah!" Finally, somebody was false. Uh, what the fuck? By the way, the Darren Till Robert Whitaker fight was the most one sided bet fight in UFC history. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Really? And Darren Till says in the second round of the fight, he tore his knee. Let me tell you, if that guy tore his knee in the second round, he fucking kept swinging for the last two, last three. Because that was a hell of a fight. But you could tell that Dana White gave zero fucks about the last two weeks of UFC fight nights because Buffer was gone. Yeah. 
Dana Gwynn has really grown on me. I think he's emerged as one of the best commissioners in sports. Dana I think White he's just really good at. I think he's just really good <laughs> at promoting. And yeah, he doesn't give a crap. Great about. at promoting. Yeah, he's very good at like what he does. Even though I'm not like a he's UFC learned, guy, but but I've seen him. He's talk. learned from Vince McMahon on how to promote shit. The, the yeah. story about how like Whitey Bulger ran him out of Boston and really started really? the UFC. Yeah. You got to read that story, Derek. I'm sure I do. Like Dana had a Dana had um like a boxing gym in Southie, mm-hmm. and it was like one of those places where like, you know, you had to pay for the you know mob protection, and I guess it was getting really pop. I forget. I I, I heard the story, so I'm paraphrasing it, but you can look it up because Dana tells the story, and um. Like you said, yeah, they came and asked for, like, more money than Dana had. So Dana, like, overnight packed up shop and moved everything to Vegas and got in with, like, UFC. And now UFC is a billion-dollar brand. And, I mean, their parent company's hurting right now because it's basically, like, they need the live – they need the gate, you know, because the UFC gate's a million bucks a shot. All right, so but, I took a look here at JJ here mm-hmm. on his LinkedIn link thing. Mm-hmm. He well, he actually did intern for the fan back in '09, so he did he interned for them in Sirius. That was smart. Uh, worked for WJPZ Radio Sportsline '89. He did that as an on-air talent since director, and then he worked for WAER Radio. I think that was the Syri- that's when he did went to Syracuse. And then he was he did a, some sports writing covering high school sports for Jersey Shore a Jersey Shore paper, Catch dot com and then he's been at the fan since twenty eleven and CBS Sports Radio since thirteen according to this. T- I just took a look hey, at JJ's his. JJ's uh, tremendous. JJ's good. I could I you know could, what it I is. I can't deal with his voice at times though. Yeah, I mean he he can. But he knows what he's talking about. Like, if he yep. didn't know what he was talking about and he had that voice, I couldn't listen to him. But I can actually listen to him when he's not, you know, being a shill that everything the Yankees do is great. Who's you guys? I'm still here. Oh. Uh, the way tonight's gone. I have a question for you. Do you like Evan Roberts? Love Evan. I, I like think Evan's Evan. tremendous. We're, Evan oh. is, I think, the best um, host on the fan. You know what? All due respect to JJ. <laughs> I used to think oh. that. I just don't think Evan can carry a show by himself. I just think he's better with Joe, and I I don't get yeah. that feeling. I don't get that feeling with Joe Strzok. I just think he 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 should, eventually he's going to be in the main time slot because he's that good. He's going to move up. I think John will move up too, but I 
I think Evan I like, like is the smartest. I think John's going to. I think John. JJ's going to be with Evan. Oh, Evan Jones. I that's, that. that's a that's an interesting idea. Yeah. I like that. I've heard JJ when he did when he did some shows with Chris Moore. They weren't bad together because Chris Moore is very knowledgeable. It's funny because Evan and Evan has his own podcast now. The Evan Roberts podcast, and I listen to it, and he has JJ on all the time to talk, talking baseball. They did a baseball predictions show this year or last week, and um, they did a, they they are a good pair. I would love to see them work together. That's a good call. When Joe B retires, I'm all for JJ replacing Joe B. I'm all for it. It's my guy. Now just think. Yeah, but how did Joe get the job? He was a caller. It was a call, and then he so uh oh god, broadcast what the hell the Connecticut School of Broadcasting and yeah did his own thing. He did really well. I remember when he first started. See, like I really like Carlin. I See, love Carlin, this Carlin because Carlin's one of those guys that you could probably have a drink with at the bar. He's cool. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but as great as Carlin is, he has the greatest. I, y'all know, I love Scott Zolak. I think Scott Zolak is the best color guy in the NFL because he has passion. Right, he's got passion for the game. He's got passion for the Pats. He is the quintessential color guy on team radio. Second to him is Chris Carlin's color analyst on Rutgers football game. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is better on the radio as a team than Carlin and fucking Ray Lucas. Well, Ray Lucas I is pretty can... good. He's worked for Mess Yeah, Bro, have you ever listened to a Rutgers football game with Ray in the last couple of years? I haven't listened to a lot of rockers. Oh my god! I can imagine, bro. I go to I go to games. I sit there in the crowd and listen to Ray. I bring a Ray. Like I bring in a little radio to listen to Ray, just because I need the laughs. laughs. He calls the offensive line and the defensive line the big baddies. When the kicker misses a kick, he goes, ah, nobody likes them anyway. <laughs> you would think that Rutgers is like Ohio State, the way Ray calls the fucking Rutgers game. It is priceless. Holy shit, is Ray awesome. Every time I see Ray on the trade, I tell him, fuck, man, you had me rolling Saturday. I always, like every Monday after they're home, I see him. Every week, and he just looks at me. He goes, you "Like call this week?" I go, "Fuck yeah, I did." Dude, if I'm home, I'll put the game on like the radio and listen to right just because I want to hear what he's going to say next. He's like Howard Stern. At least home games so, get Eric too. So, like, you were talking about this thing that's going on in Maui. <laughs> mm-hmm. Somebody like that I follow, I guess is from the Hawaii area. 
And they yeah. said, I guess I won't be delivering tomorrow. Like they showed the radar of this storm, of this tunnel, yeah. this hurricane. God, mm-hmm. it doesn't look too good for them. Um, I'm going to tell you right now. Hawaii's been really tough on this COVID thing because they don't want us to get there. I think New York needs to get tougher. And I know how crazy that sounds. I, I just see us heading for another shutdown. Well, it's really bad right now, especially with the heat, the way it is. But, uh, I mean, Derek, you, you've, you've commuted. Right, Madison? You've, you've been on trains when, like at rush hour, right? Um, I don't sometimes think, I have. Okay. Remember how crowded it used to be on, like, any train at, like, 536 stock? Yeah, I know that. We yep. were dead. Empty. I think the most people I had on one trip was, like, 80. Well, I think you have a lot of people working from home as well. Uh, yeah. There's no school. Summer, it's really hot. There's a variety of factors as to why. I, 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 you know what? I really think, and I, I've thought this, and we've talked about this. I think commercial real estate is going to get crushed in this, and I think, I think a lot of offices are going to be like, well, the only time you come into the office, I think they're going to try to downsize from like ten thousand to five thousand square feet because I. I don't see it. Hey, well, Drew, yeah, I have I mean, a question for you. The value is mm-hmm. dropping. Oh, yeah. Um, do you think COVID will end November 4th, yes or no? No. No. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. I'm not saying foil hacking conspiracy theorists. I don't think if there's anything to do with the guy in the White House. Regardless of who, who wins the election, I don't think it will end November 4th. Uh, no. I don't think that it's ending anytime soon and we just have I to agree, hope. unfortunately. We just have to hope for the best and that's why I can't wait for this ninety four degree weather like in this like heat that's up to hundred plus. I can't wait until it at least cools off a little bit because it'll be better. Be a little more tolerable do stuff. So the mask will I be have, a little bit more tolerable. Like yeah, I, I just you have, know like I have really bad anxiety and the heat kind of gives me problems and like just like sometimes when I'm waiting just at a store with the mask on or whatever and I'm not even in it that long and I start to feel bad because it's hard to breathe sometimes uh-huh. I mean I had to walk out of a subway because like these two ladies were ordering about six subs it wasn't even a long while I was like I can't do this <laughs> it's like I, I gotta think about my health but I took it up some cold cuts yeah. Did you y'all see that video I posted today? I shared on Facebook. Let me check it out. I'm not on Facebook they had, anymore. I try to dude, avoid it. This guy. I'm guessing this guy's from California. Mm. It's like a two and a half minute long clip, but it may be the funniest thing I've ever seen. Okay, so okay, this is official. Dougie Hamilton will not be playing in the first round against the Rangers. Oh, they have no excuses. No, um, Andre Cash is not traveling with Boston tomorrow. 
Andre. Oh, oh, Kasha. 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 Yeah, I actually have this like scary, scary suspicion that the NHL is going to get this whole thing right. Really? I I really do. I think they're going to be the ones to get like the whole like no crowd thing. I think they're going to get that right. I think they're going to get the TV right. I think you're going to be watching a video game, and I think it's going to be awesome. I think hockey has done such a good job with this so far, and and I just yeah. hope that everything goes smoothly. And um, I any updates of Crosby on his status or whatever? What's going on with him? <laughs> Okay. Lev Bell tweeted. I didn't look at that. People do all the hooting and hollering you get get to get you brought in just to leave. LOL, like, people weird, yo. The internet got these dudes doing whatever for attention. Even when they tell you shit they don't believe themselves. Jamal Adams said, noted, see you week 14. Le'Veon Bell replied to him, noted what? LL, that you lied. Please trust that it is noted then. And if I'm supposed to take see you in week 14 as a threat, I don't. But it's all still all love. And like I told you on the phone, I want the best for you. If this is the best for you, I want it for you, bro. Oh, boy. Yeah. Don't fall back. In all seriousness, who cares? But, like, I think, I think the whole thing with the NHL, like, is that you can see which union and league trust each other. And I think Don Fear, Donald Fear is legitimately the reason why the NHL players trust the league now. The NFL mm. with this salary cap thing for next year, if they take the 140 next year, which the players union doesn't want to take because they know what it's going to turn into. It's going to turn into a lot of pay cuts. It's going to take and turn into a lot of guys getting cut. The NHL's like, all right, we'll we'll spread this over a few years and get you guys back to rolling again. Mm. If you're the NFL, if you're the NFL teams, knowing that the salary cap could get cut by like sixty million next year, would you take that sixty million dollar hit over the length of this deal, or would you take it next year and be done with it? Uh, well, I don't know. It's really hard to say. I wouldn't want to take it in one year, in my opinion, for one reason. How do you know next year you're going to have fans in the stands? How do you know you're going to have full stadiums next year? Hmm. 
That's true. Like they don't they don't know if um you don't know if you're gonna um have fans in the stands next year. I think that's up to uh the governor the governors and uh where COVID is in a year from now, which we won't know. Um uh, well I think that Ryan was saying that Buffalo and Bills they're gonna have like some they will have like limited fans. They're allowing limited fans to maybe go to games or something to that effect. What interesting. I guess we could do. Well, I, I think, I think what Texas do that. Texas is what twenty five percent. Pretty high, right? Like I think that's what they said. What's twenty five percent of Jerry World is a hot dog in the Grand Can- Grand Canyon. Yeah. Like. If you really think about it, and like, this is my whole problem with this. If you're going to go to the 25% or whatever, for football, right, how do you decide what 25% of the fans can go to the games? Oh, wow, that's really hard to say, man. Yeah, I mean, my whole thing is, yeah, I just want the gym to reopen. Even if you just did, even if you just did, you know. You limit it to like, oh, whatever. You space it in that way. Yeah, the social distancing, and and I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's ever going to happen. I don't expect it to reopen, especially being here in New York. It's very tough. I mean, how many gyms are going to survive this? It's gyms really run hard right now. Gyms run really close to not making money as it is, and they well, all pray that the people that sign up, you know, around like January 1st, don't go on February 1st, but then they have to pay for the year. Right. So that's what they're hoping for. Yeah. I mean, they're losing money. Of course. I mean, you know, memberships and stuff and they can't charge anything. It's like everything's just like in, you know, there's only, I think there's only like five, states that don't have gyms open right now or something, North Carolina being one of them, here, maybe Jersey, I don't Jersey. know, yeah, so, that's just a, it's a tough time, I, I wish, I wish that this, I don't, it's not going to change anything, I would have rather this pandemic hit, like, last year, and that we wouldn't be in the middle of the summer, in this heat and humidity, because it's, I, this is what I was worried about. I was worried about this whole thing happening. Cause it's really hard. It's really hard. Just imagine like how these people who work, whether they're doctors or nurses, they got to wear these masks, or, or their pharmacy, pharmaceutical, or whatever, a grocery store. I don't know how they do it. What do you think about? Like a doctor goes in for an eight-hour surgery and he wears a mask all day. Like they're used to this. There's a big difference. Like, if you're working at a hospital, right, the air conditioner is cranked all year long. You're never yeah. really in the heat. True. You know, it, it's the people who are construction workers. Like, yeah, that's true. If I'm not, if I'm not on a train, I don't have one on. Like. Yeah, I mean, if, if I'm by myself, 
I don't need to have a like if I'm in my car. I'm in my car a lot. I'll drive places, but you know, if I go into a place, a store, or whatever, then yeah, I gotta wear it. Oh. I've gotten to the point where the cloth mask is what I wear mm-hmm. when I go in the stores. Yeah, because it's just it's it's better. Right. It's more breathable. You're talking about the real one, the N95. No, hell no. That they said that's not even a good one anymore. It's the Mayo not. Clinic shot really? that shit down already. Yeah, so the Mayo Clinic. The best, uh, best one. So, in your opinion. I don't know. Anything that covers your, face, your nose and your mouth. God. That that really narrows it down, doesn't it, Madison? No, but yeah. legitimately, like, the, <laughs> they're saying the, the paper surgical masks are probably the best. Because what they're saying is the um, Mayo Clinic post oh, published like, a study oh. about this. Like the blue, like the blue one. I have a blue one. So yeah, yeah. I have one. So, so maybe I should do so, that. What the Mayo Clinic said was, was that the true N95 mask, right? Because it's got the respirator. If yeah. you were to sneeze in that, it'd be like sneezing in a, um, hmm. like a hose. Mm-hmm. It's coming out the other side. Where a paper mask is going to hold it in, you just got to fucking sit fucking boogies on It's funny. Like, I have bad allergies, and I sneeze a lot. Of course, I have nasal spray, and it helps. Not once when I've worn a mask, when I've worn one of these masks, have I ever sneezed since the thing started. <laughs> just strange. I've sneezed in my mask before. <laughs> that must have been messy. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> I know. Yikes. Probably were like, uh, yeah, I did it. They destroyed my mask. This was embarrassing. But yeah, like we were talking like... before about about COVID. Um, I feel bad. Uh, Nordstrom's in my in the mall I work at closed down. It did. Yeah, that sucks. And the mall I work at has five big department store spots and now um, and it's funny because now we're down to to four well it was six at one point because uh, Sears obviously was in trouble but they took the upstairs away from Sears and made it the store called Primark and then Sears was just downstairs and then Sears closed right before coronavirus happened and then Nordstrom closed because of coronavirus and JCPenney's is next now our JC Pennies is, is alive and well. Yeah, no, they're, yeah, I'm worried they're about saying Penny. Pennies is like a company. See, there was a problem with all these stores. Like, Derek, you probably remember this. Remember when Sears was a standalone store? I do. Are you kidding? Yeah, I mean, that place had everything. There was I, a Sears standalone store by me on Route 1. No, in, uh, in yeah, Brunswick. I know what you're talking about. But, yep. like, I remember, like, Hackensack used to have, like, it looked like fucking Macy's at Herald Square. Wow. Uh, Union City used to have one. Like, they were these massive fucking stores. Like, remember when A&S Plaza was in, like, the, was the, like, the Manhattan Mall? Remember how big that fucking A&S used to be? A&S used to be great. Yeah, I mean, I used to, huh. yeah, I mean, I used to go to the one... 
in Woodbridge. I used to go to the Woodbridge, of course. I used to love going to Woodbridge. Yeah. Yeah. No There's a Sears in the Woodbridge Mall, too. Uh. Woodbridge Center Mall. That's not far from Staten Island. I just uh, thought about that. You are yeah. literally like 15 minutes away from Woodbridge. Honestly? Like, if, if I had a choice, I'd rather go there than go to our mall, which they totally redid. And it's just like, oh, I don't like oh, it. Oh, the Staten Island Mall? Yeah, I don't like it. Like they 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 they, tar- they turned it into like this crazy thing. Like they they put like it's just weird. I don't know. Like they of course like they try to modernize it because like they have competition coming because they have like a big mall like by the ferry and like right. yeah they did all this stuff. So they did all this stuff. They have a movie theater. They have all these like different eateries or whatever. And they did all this stuff. And they have like a garage now, like you like you would have a metal sure, car. Really? But it, yeah, they did all this stuff, right? And now, wow. and now the mall is closed. They can't even open the mall, and they were getting ready to open it. And then, of course, it was turned down. Like they were, like the business were getting ready to open. I was listening to like somebody talk, one of, like a friend from one of my friends, and they were getting ready. Mm-hmm. They were all set to reopen because of phase three, and then of course, the lame New York people just decided no. You're not opening. So they must have been pissed about that. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, yeah. So it looks totally different. It's like it's totally different. They put the bars and nobles in there. They have they have everything in there. Yeah, it's just weird. There's a Barnes and Noble in in the East Brunswick Mall, and there's one in Menlo, I think, too. It, Menlo was like that Menlo company was got like, too big too fast too. Isn't Menlo's? Oh no, Menlo's two floors. It, yeah, it is. It is. Menlo's two. Do you know what I'm thinking of? That's three floors. Bridgewater. Yeah. Bridgewater Commons. Where's Water Commons? I was I was there last year at one point. Bridgewater Commons is like one of the nicest malls in New Jersey that nobody fucking knows. It is. It (laughs) is. Like I remember when Freehold was a shit mall. Freehold's nice now. That's where I work. Yeah. I've been to Freehold. Yeah. Freehold's a gorgeous mall. Freehold used to I be, love going there. I know what Freehold Mall used to look like. It used to look like shit. You're right. And now it's nice. They redid it. Like, I want to say it was. What? It's 2007. So 13 years ago, they probably redid it. I don't know. Brian and I used to take, we used to take trips to Freehold. I always thought it was nice. I'll tell you, the nicest malls, the two nicest malls in New Jersey are Garden State Plaza and fucking Short Hills. Mm-hmm. Short Hills, I always wanted to go to Short, Short Hills. Short Hills is nice. Garden, Garden Short, Short Hills is one of the malls, right? What's that? Garden State Plaza oh, is Paramus, yeah. right? Yep. I've been to the other mall in Paramus, Paramus Park. Mm-hmm. I've been there once. Yeah. I yeah, so, you know what? I went to Paramus Park for Derek. He'll appreciate this. My okay. ex and I went to Paramus Park Mall because there was a place in the mall that was doing a meet and greet with Mott Zuccarello and Carl Haglin. So we went. Okay. How, how, yeah, how was that? 2014. 
Or I'm sorry, fifteen, fifteen. Oh, that's cool. Yep. So I met and greeted with two Ranger players, or two now former Ranger players. How was the wait? Was that must have been crowded, probably. Yeah, there was a line, but uh, we got in and uh, we got our autographs. It was just the two of us. Or was his parents there too? I don't remember. You know what mall I used to like going to when I lived in North Jersey? Was um, mm-hmm. Palisade Center. Up in Palisade Miami. Palisade is a really Actually, nice way. area. Yeah. That's up in like Greater. Fort Lee-ish, right? Palisade no, that's up, that's up in New York State. Yeah. You could that, actually go through mall. New York State to get to Palisade. The G- well, it's off the GW. That, uh, no. It's, mm-hmm. all, it's closer to the Tap and Z. Oh, okay, yeah. You just take the parkway all the way up. But yeah. that fucking mall is that a nice makes range. Sense. It's like what, it's like what um, American Dream is supposed to be. <laughs> American Dream. That's probably not even open because of COVID. It's not. <laughs> that, that mall. If that mall doesn't prove oh, that New Jersey takes forever to do anything, that's like... The proof positive that New Jersey's completely fucked with that stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> I think Governor Murphy gets voted out next November. No, people like him. I don't. I I don't like him, and I think he gets voted out next November. You know why? Yeah, this but is the problem. Yeah, my friend. It's because of COVID problem. and everything, but. The last time New Jersey had a Democrat governor, he got voted out of his first term for Chris Christie, just saying. That was Corzine. Yeah, John Corzine. Thanks. <laughs> uh, well, that's because Corzine pissed off all the unions. Oh, no, Corzine was pro-union. It's just that Christie came in as a everything buster. Corzine didn't, wasn't really, like, Wanted to do it either. He had to take over. For I didn't work. like Corzine. Corzine. It's Sean he was to the union. That's he had to be true. He to was good to his girlfriend. His girlfriend was a fucking union head. Hmm. Yeah, he was a weirdo. He lived in Hoboken. Governor of course. That's funny like that, uh, that you. Who did Cody take over for? McGreevy, right? McGreevy was the one they like caught taking care of his boyfriend. Hmm. Let's, let's look at this. New Jersey governors on Wikipedia. Yeah. McGreevy. I really don't know the order. I, Other, I, I just see, know it was not. New Jersey City now. I see the greedy all the time. Me too. Yep, all the time. That's the uh, quarry. Nice guy. Talked to him all the time. That's cool. Yeah, before the core um, was Jim McGreevy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. and then, uh, Christy Todd Lemon. Richard Cody, Richard Cody was the acting governor, and it was the governor from 04 to 06. Again, Cody, another great guy. 
if Cody wanted to, Cody could have been governor for two full times because he's such a good guy. Big sports fan. Huge. Did you like? He's the reason why. He's the guy who kept the Devils in New Jersey, and he never gets credit for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Huge. Because he's the one that had to get. Because the Devils were gone in '95. They were gonna go to Nashville. Yeah. They were. They were long gone. And Cody and Whitman and Christy Todd Whitman cut the deal to keep them. Christine Todd Whitman, that's who I was going to ask you about next. She used to have her box at at the governor's box at the old Meadowlands used to be right at center ice. And right in front of her seats was like... um, I didn't get that. Could you... um, Miller, the uh, Miller Light Distributor, um, or Nash, I think it is, up in that part of New Jersey. They used to have like a whole row of tickets right in front of her box. I used to, she was at games all the time. Hmm. I think my wife just made told me what she wants for her birthday next year. On Twitter. Hmm. Hmm. Yankees and Phillies play in Philly on her birthday next year, and she's already sending me hints on Twitter. Do you think that that they released the schedule so early for next year because of the whole COVID? Why? Um. No, and here's why. All the big concert tours had to move their stuff already. Ah, okay. So they needed the dates. Like, so this year, I was telling Madison this. This year, August 28th, Billy Joel was supposed to play Fenway. August 29th, Kenny Chesney was playing Foxborough. Me and my friends were going up for both shows. What a bit of fun. It's too bad. Yeah. Now we're going to see Chesney and Billy Joel's like four weeks earlier, and I'm like, I'm not doing that drive twice. Yeah, I can understand that. It's tougher. See, here's the thing, though. I don't have to do the drive twice now. Like, I could always take Amtrak up or, you know, fly. It's just like when it's like when there's something at Gillette, you have to drive because of where Gillette is and the lack of public transportation to it. Um, Yeah, so like all the big concert tours next year, Needed the dates, and baseball's like, all right, we'll help you out. It's not hard. Baseball does their schedule early every year anyway. They usually announce, like, September, August, end of August, early September. And, and, and I, I honestly think the reason why is because they know people travel the games. 
so they want to have they kind of want to help out it's kind of like the one thing I like about them where like I don't like about hockey where they make you wait until fucking July like this year it was like this year had like a it had two perfect weekends the same weekend the Red Sox were playing in Wrigley Billy Joel was playing at Notre Dame right Friday day game at Wrigley, Saturday night in South Bend, fly home Sunday. It was Father's Day weekend. Cool. Um, I honestly think baseball should have just taken this year's schedule and pushed it to next year. They could have done that. I think that's the way they should have went. Um, You could make that argument for other sports, too. But... You know, a lot of the sport, but see, like, but the, here's the other thing, Derek. Like, every other sport you play, like the NFL has a set uh, formula for the 16 games. It's your division, a interdivision or an interconference and interconference, and then the other two teams that finish in the same spot as you do. Um, like that's what they do every year, right? Pretty much. Baseball's the only one that doesn't. All thirty teams don't play each other. So, like Red Sox Cubs, that's the two oldest buildings in the in the league. Like. See, like, Yankees, Mets work. Chicago, Cubs, White Sox work. Dodgers, Angels work. Um, you know, like, the geographic rivalry, right? They all work. Um, but, like, who do the Red Sox play every year? Like, really, think about it. Yankees, Mets, okay, that that's Set in stone in their league, right? Every year. Pretty much. Uh, Orioles, Nationals, set in stone. Marlins, Rays, set in stone. Indians, Reds. Indians, Reds, the Battle of Ohio, set in stone. Giants, uh, A's, uh, Dodgers, A's. Giants, A's, Dodgers, and them. Cubs and White Sox. Yep. Um, Twinkies, Brewers. You know, however the fuck way you want to do it. Royals, Cardinals. Who the fuck's the Phillies? Philly, the Battle of Pennsylvania is in the National League. Well, yeah, the Battle of Pennsylvania is in the National League, so it's like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't work for everything. The Battle of Texas is in the American League. You know, the Battle of Texas is in the American League. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, keep it moving, cuz, you know? Like the fucking Braves. Like, who's their next closest rival? I almost feel like... I don't know. But especially the Red Sox, who's maybe. their next closest rival? Interleague rival. Do they play the fucking Phillies every year? Because they're the next closest team to them? 
Mariners, who's theirs? You know, I I, I just don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, that's why I think they should sort it up into leagues. I think it's just too like you don't need to. Play, I don't think the Yankees and Mets need to play more than like four games, or three games. Uh, I think they should play six games. I have no problem with them playing six games. I hated it when they played three. I thought that was stupid. I think they play too many games. This is my personal opinion. But too many nearly uh, or too many. Everybody sees everybody anyway. I mean, it's not like it used to be where nobody saw anybody. And you had the like the All Star game used to actually be cool because you actually got to see stars that you didn't get a chance to see. Well, going on. Yeah. <laughs> so the All Star game. Used yeah, to be you're cool. right. Like, that's what made an All Star game. Like, yeah, I think the whole, I think it should just be the home run derby anyway. Um. Yeah, but even that gets tired. I don't want the home run derby. I like the home run derby when it used to be like in the middle of the afternoon and it was on tape delay. You can cut out all the bullshit. There's just too many commercials, too. I'm taking 9,000 commercials. I know. They have to. TV. I know. But, like, it just just gets annoying after a while. Like, you really think about it. Like, the last, like, real All-Star game was 96, 97, maybe. But, like, you're right. You see everybody anyway now. Like, there's too many national TV partners, but they want it because that's why games are worth $3 billion, because there's so much money now. Um, Like, seeing, like, the Mets play the Red Sox again was a cool thing. Like, was novel. Now it's just like, who gives a shit? Like, there's even too many. Like, when we were growing up, if you had a Saturday or Sunday afternoon spring training game on television, you were pumped. Yeah, you know, just don't. Yeah, we got the spring training games on television. Yeah, nobody cares. Because <laughs> like, everything's just got like so over. What's the word I'm looking for? Oversaturated. Yeah. The word I'm looking for. So it's just like, it's just totally different. It's totally different than how it was. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think it's good. <laughs> that, that's good for anybody when it's like that. But I mean, just look at how much, look how much NFL programming there is. Like you, it is, it is possible to have too much of a good thing. Too much cake is not good. Yeah. Like all these friggin' leagues, and I get it, there's money there. Mm-hmm. Fucking the Yankees having a four-hour special every day about summer camp. Come on, really? But that's just because people are horny to watch it. Yeah. Like the fact that they're charging sixty bucks this year for MLB.tv. Are you kidding me? 
It should be free this year. Of course it should be free. And I think Brian was telling me last night that, like, his NHL.TV thing or whatever. Yeah. It's going to be – he's not going to – there's not going to be any charge for it next year. Really? Because they're doing the right thing. Yeah. They're doing the right thing for people that already, you know, had it. <laughs> like, yeah, they're just going to get it. Which I think – I, I think wonder that's if all it should be. I wonder if they're going to do that with On Demand. Like, am I going to get it for free from Optimum? You're right. <laughs> Man, I don't know. So hard to say. I wonder. I will say that. that Eduhar has to be on the lineup tomorrow. I wonder what they're doing with Santa Wright. Like, Optimum's one of the only ones that doesn't give you .TV when you buy it through them. Yeah, of course you can't find anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Last thing, and then we'll reconvene next week. Okay. If you're the NHL, do you play 60 next year? Uh, I, I get you to start. Them. I think it's much for them to play in two. I think the most they should play is like seven. But I don't think they'll play like, sexy. No, I just think you're if you're team. so like let's think about it. If you're gonna start December first. Yeah. All right, which is what Gary wants to do. I still think it's closer to January first because I think that's what Gary it really wants. It should be closer to January to give them time because what, whichever teams go far, it's gonna really a disadvantage. So, like, if you were to go January 1st, see, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, what the right number is to play it, finish mid-June, to start the next season. Or, let's look at it this way. If you start December, let's say you start December 15th, play the regular season until... Mid-April, which is five months. So if you play 60, that's 12 games a month, right? And then you have your normal playoff and mid to late June, like you do in strike years. Start the next season, start 21-22, October 15th, play the full season. And then you would have an Olympic year, so you'd have to pick two weeks off. And then 
2023, you're back on October 1st. Yeah. Like, is that where know. you would go with, like... Everything is just going to be so... I don't know, everything's just going to be so different. So it's... You just don't know. We don't know what's going to wind up happening. <laughs> I mean, I, I personally don't think they should play a full season. But... I mean, I'm not the commissioner. I'm just somebody that's outside or whatever uh, formulates my own opinions. So, I mean, they've had shortening seasons before where, you know, because of work stoppages, where they play, what, 48 games? Yeah, or 52 or something. Or 54. I mean, that wouldn't bother me. I mean, they're going to do what's best. I know that they don't want to lose. You know what the problem is? That they're kind of locked into that 81.5 cap now with the CBA that they extended. So, yeah, but, uh, but if you really think about it, like if you're back and you have people in the building, the reason they're locked ah, in at 81.5 wow. the next two years yeah, is true. because they, and like 80, or was it 2020? The next year after that, it only goes up like 1%. It's not like going up huge. But, again, that's to keep. See, when she asked, like, before, but Madison asked about, you know, is, do you think that the coronavirus is going to be over by November 4th? I think the election is November 3rd. Yeah. Is that what it is? It's the third, but, like, no, I mean, uh, I, I mean, it takes a while for them to even find a vaccine, even though not everybody is crazy about vaccines. But, but like, yeah. still, I mean, <laughs> I mean, something like this, this is not normal. Yeah, it's not something. That's why, like, when they just go and they just put it all on Trump or whatever, like, it, you're wrong about that. Like, there's there's so much that goes into it. He should have taken it. Yeah. Better. So like, to me, that's such like a conspiracy theory. Yeah, like to me, the whole thing was like, oh, if it wasn't, if Trump wasn't president, it's a conspiracy theory. I mean, come like, on. like, like if you're telling me if you had a Democratic president that would be different. Like this is yeah. people don't listen. People listen. People just they don't listen or whatever. It's just like yeah. I mean, really, I mean, it's just it's not something that we could fully understand. And I think that's why yeah. it was so, it's so bad it's so bad or whatever. And, and of course, when it gets hot out, people are going to go to the beach and wear masks if they go to the beach. I mean, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't go to the beach. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm, saying I'm, just, I'm just making, you know, a yeah. general comment regarding the situation. And, and it's funny, like, the spikes you're seeing now in, like, Florida and whatever, that's not because, like, Florida open-air beaches on Easter. It's because people from New York went there. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's transplants. There's a lot of, whether it's New York, New Jersey. Yeah, it's a lot of transplants in Florida. It's true. 
No, it's a lot because people from here are going down there, and they're tired of following the rules. They didn't follow the rules up here, so they're going down there and not following the rules. Of course. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> people, because people were like, oh, we got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, sure. when you get the hell out of here, guess what? You're just you're just you're bringing it with the rest. You. Yeah, you're bringing it with you. So that's just like uh, it's not good. Yeah, it's just not it's not a good situation. And uh, it's just not a good situation in general. So everything is Damn it. It sucks, to be honest. Yeah, it's tough. So <laughs> Let's see here. What are the Yankees going to pitch right. that boot tomorrow? Oh, yeah, it's a whole bunch of dice. Oh, no, the Yankees are doing the bullpen by committee thing, so I have to think Chad Green and a bunch of other guys are going to be available tomorrow for the third game with the Nats. That's what they're doing tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty planned. That's why they didn't have Montgomery on the roster at the beginning, because they had an off deck. So that allows Derek uh, Cole to get a second turn. And they already optioned Clint Frazier because they, they needed to bring off, like, more bullpen help for tomorrow's game. So they should just trade him. <laughs> I mean, really. How yeah. many at-bats are going to get? 50? I'm going to get 50 at-bats. Really. So it's, it's the same thing with the best of Dominic Smith. Like, at least I can get that many at-bats out there. That's really the same thing. They need to be on Dude, so I, I'm in this group. It's because uh, Vegas does like posters for every game. Mm-hmm. This guy is selling a complete set of the first season posters, includes preseason, inaugural season, and complete playoffs with commemorative pucks and tickets. I could only imagine what this guy wants for this. Ah, uh, brawler. <laughs> well, I mean, Didi's got two home runs in two games. Didi hit a fucking rocket today. I saw his home run, yeah. uh, his first one. Uh, that was a nice shot. It was like, God, uh, it's awesome. I saw the Manny Machado home run before. I was looking at that. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Who else hit one today? Um, Paul Gosselin hit two today, and each, neither one of them was a wall scraper. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Yelich hit the home run off as a field home run. And that, did you see the Cubs? They boxed like an easy rundown. And they have really good outfielders. Like there was Baez and Bryant, and they totally botched like a rundown. That's uh, Lorenzo Cain. It was terrible. <laughs> they didn't they did not record it out, and nobody covered first. They botched a rundown. <laughs> I tell you, you know it's the You've seen like I've, I've watched a bunch of games already, and there's defensive fucking play is terrible. That's like the one thing yeah. that people are forgetting that like it's not going to be good defensively for a while because well hell, that's why you play as many spring training games as you do. Um, but yeah, the fact that the Nationals made five errors and the Yankees scored what three runs, it's like. We were trying to hang in the game, and you know they got two good innings out of King, who had a really good, you know, really good, you know, whatever you want to call it. I wouldn't call it spring training, but 
they, I guess they stuck with them a little too long, but they want to see what they have. So I'm okay with They probably should have pulled them once they get out the tour. I'm not probably let it Yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought um, this is the thing that happens to the Yankees all the time, though. They don't see a guy that's never seen a guy before, and next thing you know, it's like, well, it's done. Um, <laughs> that's true. That's all true. I mean, it, it doesn't help Gardner's out for the season so far. Yeah, I would give Gardner tomorrow off. I would have either Jack Carl play left field, maybe Andrew VH. I think Andrew Hardy, you have to get Andrew into the lineup. Yeah. So, get him in the lineup. I actually want to look at the true Yankee box score, not this crap that fucking Google's giving me. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I go to – I've been – going to MLB.com now because I can't stand Yahoo anymore because they always have all these liberal stuff. So it's like, I don't like their box scores anymore. Like, it's not as good as, not as, good as it used to be anyway. Like, whenever they redid their site, whatever they do with it, it just sucks. It's not as easy, like, to navigate anymore. I mean, so yeah. I just I just go to MLB.com and I'll just, I'll just look, I'll just look at, well, I'll just look at that instead and it just gives me everything that I want. So I'll just do that. Yeah, like, just, uh, like, how many strikeouts like did the Yankees have today? Like, that's basically what I'm looking for. Like, they strike oh, out. How, way how, about, too how much? many strikeouts? Well, how many strikeouts did the lineup have? Let's yeah. Do a quick check here. It's going to be too hard. Oh, they only uh, struck out seven times today. That's a shock, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I looked at the box score. But I, I think I, and I love looking at box scores, but I have to admit, as, as spoiled as I am, and we are like looking at box scores online, there's something about opening up the newspaper and looking at box scores in yeah. the newspaper. And I remember, like on Sunday, the Daily News used to have like, or Post used to have like all the stats or whatever. From the baseball, yeah, I used to love that. That was like my favorite Every, thing. I used to like that and um, mm-hmm. the uh, baseball was it Baseball Weekly? Oh, Baseball Weekly was great. Yeah, I used to buy that. And I was I used to do some old fantasy leagues and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Like um, but Yankees Magazine used to be great too. Sure. Yeah, every month you yeah. get the full month of box scores. Yep. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just there's too much technology. It's just too. It's too crazy. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes too it's easy. like I just want some peace and quiet. Sometimes I don't think that that I'm just one way, but you know, yeah. sometimes I'll just sometimes I'll go for a ride. I won't even put the radio on. You walk at a time, I will have the radio on, but there's times where I just want to go for a ride and just have some sanity. <laughs> I think that's the good thing, like, about, like, when I do, when I'm doing my blogging or whatever, and finished up, I finished yeah. up an article finally for the first time in a week and posted about Panarin. Panarin for hard, huh? What? I think Panarin probably deserves to win the hard. I know he's not going to win it because it's already been voted on, I'm sure. Masano will win it with his minus seven rating and 100 points, but 
Yeah, Panera, like he had the most interesting points. He's plus thirty six. He could he could more with less. And like he played with Ryan Strove and Jesper Fast at five of five. I think I mean I I I would you know if I have to if I had my if I voted, I would have him first, I would have I would have voted for Pasternak second. They thought he's he's not even in it enough to read. He had ten games, but he's twenty thousand goals. He would have been he would have been second. And third, he could have put either Dreisaitl or McKinnon. That's why I think McKinnon's more valuable than Dreisaitl because Dreisaitl is the kid. But they'll never do. See, I think the thing with like with Dreisaitl, like I I still look he's at a great player. a guy like Pacioretty. Um because like like Pasternak probably either wins it or comes in second just because of the numbers he put up. But, like, the thing with, like, Dreisaitl is, is, like, when they started letting him play more on, like, on kills and stuff, it was, like, I think his ice time went up, like, a minute a game. Right? So, like, they started to trust him more. Without him... Is McDavid as good? You know, like, McDavid missed, what, two, three weeks? He kind of carried them to the point where, like, if it wasn't for the fact that... That's why he's going... Yeah. Yeah. Like, going into the COVID break, the hottest team in the West was Vegas. Playing better. After they did the trade for When they... Post-deadline... They were just playing better. Like, when I saw them in January, fuck, they were terrible. They looked like, they looked um, like they'd be like a team that would just get picked off in the first round. They'd be lucky to make the playoffs. I think they were no. – I, I, I think that's one of the reasons why Galan got fired. I think they were looking at it going, this is a team that may not make the playoffs. Um, but it was funny, like – surprising that – Galant doesn't have a job yet. Galant, A, there is a job Galant wants that's not available yet. Um, and I, I'm guessing that it's probably located in Detroit, Michigan. That's my mm-hmm. guess. And he, that might be it. He turned the devils down. Um. Wanted a little he more gave money. the devils a he gave the devils a ridiculous number that he knew they weren't going to give him. And that's why Lindy Ruff got the job. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. But you know, you know, the thing about Lindy, and I know, yeah, everybody just like likes to look at him and say, oh, oh, the Rangers defense struggle, like, like, oh really? Well, also he didn't help develop like Cody D'Angelo and Adam Fox and Brian Legrid. So you want to. You just want to crush the guy for for certain things, but you don't want to. You don't think our defense developed. So really, it's very interesting. You know, but the thing about Lindy is Lindy, Lindy has Lindy has a real good resume as an NHL coach. I don't know if that's the right hire for the Devils, but he was a younger team. Yeah, he did the same thing in Buffalo. I mean, and it won't be yeah. a lot of pressure. So maybe that's not a bad thing. He can develop uh, the Jackies and some of the other guys they have. I look at it this way on the thing. I thought the right, the bet, the move they had to make was, and they made it. They finally made the right move. 
I thought Fitzy was the perfect guy for the job. Like, I, I, I really think they couldn't fuck up the GM hire. Like, if you weren't going to give Fitzy, like Fitzy should have the day after the trade deadline, Fitzy should have had the job. Like, he should have gotten the interim taken off him, and it should have been his job. Because the fact that yeah, he but... didn't kowtow and, and trade Kyle Palmieri for a fucking bag of pucks. He also maximized the value for, like, Colvin and uh, Taylor Hall and did very well on those two. And if I, if I were them, considering they don't have a lot of quote-unquote players that can finish, I was yeah. looking to re-sign Palmieri and extend him because uh, he could be oh. their next captain, Palmieri. Well, Kyle got probably, like, keep him. another year left, I think. Yeah, he's got another year in his contract. So I would. I think they'll probably test the market. They'll, they'll determine. It's still going to be the target, what they'll do, probably. Kyle is so I like my buddy's um cousin played with him in like the junior devils. Right. Kyle's so happy to be home. Like his wife loves it here. They have a ton of and they have a ton of cap space next year. So they could really extend him. Yeah. Um, they, have, they have a lot of cap space. He's what? Fuck, how old is Steven? I don't think he was even 30 yet. No, no, he's like 27, I think. So he was in high school seven years after me. He may be 31. Yeah. No, he was a sophomore. So yeah. he would enter. Kyle may be 31. He's 29. Yeah, he's not, he's not 31. I knew he wasn't. Oh, uh, no, can... I'm, I'm thinking how old he is. Kyle's 20. Yeah, he's 29. Wow, good job by me. Um, well, that's a good well, I just figured, like, I saw him play high school hockey when in 2007. Because he went to a high school in Jersey City. It was fucking, like, I've never, I used to go watch them practice to see him practice. That's working. So, you know, check. Yeah. Yeah, you think it's going to be a uh, future call, kind of like that, sure. Well, nobody like, knew that. Well, we, we just knew he wasn't going to be – we knew he wasn't going to be there that long. Um, yeah, sure. Let's see. Yeah, he's I'm trying to think. He left. He left high school in Jersey after two years, and I went to like the June uh, USA Junior program. Yeah, that, that's located in Green Rapids. Yeah, a lot, a lot of players wound up there. That's when they usually wind up. They usually wind up playing in Green Rapids. Yeah. Oh, he played. In one year in high school in Jersey, he scored fucking 62 points and 38 goals. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
either that or they wind up playing for that famous like team that Crosby played for in Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's the other place that they wind up at yeah. with the cool name. Yeah, Shag St. Mary's. Yep, correct. Um, yeah, like Kyle, we kind of knew he was going somewhere. Um, but he was only there for a year. And uh, oh. he was fuck. He, he basically carried that team, that school almost to the state championship. Um, yeah, I really, I, 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 I think, I think he's, I think he's the next captain of that team. He, it's not many devils are loved. He is fucking loved by the fans. Yeah, yeah, the fans love him. He's a hometown guy, and uh, I remember when they made that trade, and I was like, I wanted the Rangers to get him. And when I when I saw the Devils got him, I was like, fuck, because the Rangers wound up trading for the wrong guy. They traded for the other scrub from Anaheim. <laughs> Emerson Edom. <laughs> like, yeah. You could have gotten Kyle Palmieri. Like, what are you doing? Oh, man. Oh, boy. Yeah, I told you he was going to be. <laughs> yeah, he, um, yeah, he, he just, he gets it, you know? Like, he does a lot with the military. Mm-hmm. Fucking, you know, like he helped like one of his high school like the you know, like buddy's cousins like the devil's emergency goalie. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. All right. Enough. I don't know what happened to the other people, but <laughs> but maybe next time. You ready for this one? Listen to this um, 16 under team. Has uh, Kyle Palmer, Alex Belichick. That must have been some fucking good team to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sometimes you do look up those two good teams and see some of the players that play together, and it's. Uh... Yeah, it's like it's great to look at. Robert Sorrenti, yeah. where the fuck's this kid at? Where's how where's Randy Velichek's kid at? No. Oh, God. Uh, didn't he get drafted by somebody? Let me, well, let me check on that. I think so. Hey, uh, I mean, I can look it up. I remember when he used to do the uh, the color for the radio. He was good. He actually was really good. Who was the who was the broadcaster that did it with him? He did call he called the first top that they won. I cannot the first. Who was the guy who called Mike the he, second top? Mike Miller. Yeah, Mike Miller. That's the guy. He was good. He actually was. He had a good radio voice, and he was really. Uh, um, Andy, yeah, Belichick's only, only 58. Belichick's kid got 
as far as the NHL. Alex, okay, drafted by the by the Penguins. He originally taken by the Pens, just didn't make it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what, sometimes that's what happens. I mean, uh, he played play, played a bunch of pros, though. Of course. Yeah, he played probably. Yeah. His dad played for Providence too. He had a big senior. Yeah, uh, all I'm looking at his dad actually. His dad had the big senior year. Looking at his dad's yeah. staff actually. Uh, I didn't realize that Molchek was that young. I mean, it's like, I'm surprised he didn't stick around longer and do more color. I guess he just wanted to raise his kid. He wanted to be yeah. with his family. I guess. Oh, no, they pushed him out. Wow. God, I wonder if he's a well, he'd be an interesting guy to interview. A young guy. I didn't realize he was that young. Oh. How, how young is he? I guess this is surprising. I don't know. <laughs> like I, I did not Yeah, I mean he had a decent like uh you know, like an eight like a seven you know about eight nine year NHL career. It's like a few Three different teams. It's not bad. He was Devils too. Yeah, I know. Wasn't he? Defenseman. Like, so yeah. that makes like Kenny's in his fifties now. Oh, uh, Kenny's the man. I mean, <laughs> I see him at MSG sometimes. I saw him for the Luca five goal game. He's he making jokes about Buzzy. He's just he's just such a laid back. He's got a smile. He's always got a smile on his face. He's just a good guy. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Guys have always got a yeah. smile on their face. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It was kind of funny seeing him there. As we could watch up with the five ball game. <laughs> it stood for the overtime. It was just, I was just called for them to get Zabanaj out of the puck. I knew if Zabanaj got the puck, he was going to score. Uh, I was just feel it. Especially watching from all the way up in those boots. Like, you know, if you ever want to be on any of my shows, I'll send you a text. You know, that way, if you, if you ever want to be part, just, just kind of yeah, just, I work till ten thirty, so I so I'm in the car yeah. from like twelve to like one thirty. So wow, and um, okay. I get off at work at ten thirty at night. So okay, yeah. All right, well, All right, man. That All right, man. Have a we'll great night. We'll figure something out. All, All right, right, later, buddy. Have a good one. Good job. Bye.